Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Andy Gresh from our sister station, WEEI and the Gresh and Keefe show. I had a nice run here at TIC with Joe D'Ambrosio. Uh, so I, I, I want to say good morning, but I, I feel like it might not be that rosy a morning for you, Mr. Gresh. And I, I feel like there was a lot made uh, about this offensive coordinator stuff, and a lot of people said it, it's going to be fine, and it doesn't look fine. So what in terms of like hitting the panic button, are we, are we not hitting it yet, or have we pounded on it? I don't think it's uh, hitting the panic button quite just yet because there were a couple of, of isolated plays that turned out to be more important than others. And really it was the strip sack fumble touchdown that made it 10 nothing. That had nothing to do with coaching. That had nothing to do with Mac Jones. That had everything to do with a guy who's played in the league for 10 years almost in Trent Brown who just completely whiffs and blows it. And there were – because if you want to identify, like on that play in particular, Brian, were there enough people to block it up? Yes, there were. Was there a chance that if that play got blocked up, it was going to be successful? Yes, it would be. The problem is Trent Brown had a brain fart. So the next thing you know, it's 10 nothing. And I do think not getting the call on Devontae Parker to at least get a field goal to get something out of the first drive did sort of take the steam out of them – and then you give up a one defensive play where Kyle Dunger can't make a tackle. Waddle takes it to the house, 17 to nothing. And then you're kind of in quicksand. So I know Bill Belichick after the game mentioned, yeah, two plays really tilted the game. I mean, those 14 points that really ended up causing big momentum swings. I'm not saying the offense looks great. Don't get me wrong, Brian. But, I mean, uh, it, it, there were times where it looked more functional than I thought they were going to, which is odd to say. So, I mean, there's two schools. With, I mean, listen, I, I think it's fair to say, I mean, if they get a field goal and don't get a, a strip for a touchdown, it's a different ball game. And we, but football is crazy like that because it, it tends to – sometimes there are blowouts that turn on one play that you feel like the game could, could have gone in another direction. But is there enough to feel good about? I mean, I, I understand you can sort of explain away – but is there anything to be excited about? Now, Mac Jones might be hurt, and I guess we don't have any details on that. I mean, I'm trying to find silver linings here. And so what would they be? Uh, yeah, well, uh, they they did come out of the run game, even though they were successful. So I think there is a, a little bit there with the running game. But it's, you know, again, when you're trained for 20 years to when most people feel like roll out the balls and Tom Brady picks them up and they go and do whatever it is that they're going to do, uh, it is hard to convince yourself that there was some good uh, within yesterday's offense, which there was. The Mac Jones injury, and I'm kind of glad you brought it up, because that's the one that is it's really going to be kept on the radar, in part because he's a pocket quarterback. So he's not going to move. He's not going to run around very much. This offense is a matter of, of rhythm, and all right, here we go. We snap it. One, two, three beats. We know the ball is out. 
or that gets messed up and Mac's back is tight. Well, I'm having a hard time saying that for about four weeks. <laughs> Him sliding around in the pocket might not be a thing that he can do very easily. So you hope that this is more just back spasms that locked up on him a little bit and that through massage and maybe some acupuncture and things like that, that it can be taken care of. But that's the biggest thing to me on the radar is really the health of Mac Jones um, because it ain't time for the Bailey Zip Zap show and you're not running the ball well enough to be able to have Brian Hoyer kind of get you through this. Right. So, you know, you've got to keep Mac upright. But I did think there were some encouraging signs in the running game. They just it, But unfortunately for them, that's score dependent. When you get down 17 nothing, you're less likely to run the ball. So, listen, we're talking with Andy Gresh from Gresh and Keefe at our sister station, WEI. I have one more football-related question, then I have a, a question about next week. Mm-hmm. Why, why did, I thought Kendrick Bourne was the most talented receiver the Patriots had. He has one catch for 40-something yards, but he only got one ball thrown to him. I don't even think he was in the on the field in the first half, was he? Yeah, he didn't play in the first half, and they, they meaning the coaches, have not been thrilled with, at times, his effort in practice. And I do think, Brian, and we've seen this before, where, uh, for lack of a better term, in the offseason, the guy started smelling his own farts a little bit. <laughs> hey, I'm this, I'm that, I'm good, you know. Let me put it out on social media. So I think uh, there was a little bit of a uh, humbling going on when it came to um, uh, when it came to Borm. We were at training camp practices a couple weeks ago, and they threw him out of a drill because he wasn't locked in and ready to go in that drill. I think it might have even been during the joint practices with Carolina. So there's there's been a little bit of a disconnect there, but. I got a funny feeling that uh, he's been humbled a little bit, maybe after a conversation with either Bill or Troy Brown, his wide receiver coach, that that guy will hopefully start to get some more snaps because you're right, he's an explosive player, and this isn't a time to be petty now. Unless it's crimes against the team where you're not practicing hard, if somebody rubs you the wrong way because they put out an Instagram video, flush it because they need the guy on the field. Right. Andy Gresh from Gresh and Keefe on WEI here with us on Brian and Company. Last question. I mean, maybe Vegas agrees with your initial take on this game because I know the Steelers are going to be without T.J. Watt. They might be without Najee Harris, but as Matt Soroy's, our producer, pointed out, the opening line on the Patriots at Pittsburgh is Patriots favored by one and a half, which would seem to be a head-scratcher. Uh, a little bit. I, I think there's a ton of uncertainty with Pittsburgh, even though they won the game. You know, I think they what they missed two field goals. Walk got hurt, as you mentioned. Who knows what it is for Harris? And Mitch Trubisky looked like Mitch Trubisky, which is just an average quarterback. So uh, always remember that the gambling lines are also set, uh, not only to try to get money on both sides, but they also react accordingly. And if we see the Patriots go, Brian, from like minus one to minus three within a couple of days, that'll tell you that the public went and ran to New England and they really think they're going to win the game. I've seen it move about a half point, but give it a couple of days and the line movement will probably tell us where the Vox Populi are thinking, but the football people are all standing around scratching their heads trying to figure both teams yeah. out. All right, Gresh, awesome. We, we love having you on here, so thanks so much for the time. Of course, great stuff. Good to talk to you. I'll catch you next Monday. And don't smell your own farts and think you're great. That's the lesson I'm learning today. (laughs) It's funny. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.